Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody, welcome along to the Rangers Rabble Friday phone-in, I hope everybody's well, I hope you're all doing good. Um, I'm Martin and I'm joined by Mark and Graham tonight, good evening lads. Um, for everybody watching, just the usual, please do like and subscribe. If you're on uh, YouTube, give us a wee like and follow and share on Facebook and retweet and Twitter and all that kind of good stuff. Um, we're we're going to get into a wee bit uh, stuff tonight we'll get more news about roof we'll probably have a wee talk about the champions league as well and of course we will be previewing the aberdeen game tomorrow but firstly graham how are you oh, i'm not bad mate i'm back to a long week work down in newcastle so looking forward to some football over the weekend you've no you've not managed to see a lot of football have you no the last week has been brutal <laughs> night shift all week and we'll just we'll go get it right out right now you didn't see any of the Napoli game and you haven't seen any back, have you? I've only seen the goal highlights, that's it. <laughs> so I'll just, I'll just put all my, all my Napoli questions to Mark then. Uh. <laughs> Mark, how are you? I'm good, mate. How's yourself? You all right? Ah, do you know what? I'm all right, mate. I'm tired. I'm really tired. Not feeling well. Yeah. Um, we should also say right now that um, Rangers under 18s are playing Dundee United under 18s. Um, it is currently 1 0 to the Rangers under 18s, and I don't know how I feel about that, Mark. I'm in a so sort of catch 22. You've got a vested interest, haven't you, in, uh, in both teams? So Not in both teams. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take that back. Take that back. Don't say that out loud. I'll get my arse scalped. Well, I'm a telling lies. One, I'm a telling I lies. I said one player. One player in a One player, team. yeah, but but that's not family. Family comes first. That's all I'm saying. So, yes, yes. Hence, hence the reason why I said it. <laughs> yeah, just for just to put context and some meat on the bones. My little brother is playing for Dundee United tonight against Rangers. So, um, 
yeah, I'll be keeping a wee close eye on the scoreline there. Um, hopefully a very narrow Rangers one. That would do. That would absolutely do. So, yeah, this is a phone-in. Um, and I shall get you the number right now. There you go. 0141-628-7237. Um, to have your say on anything, Rangers. Um, or what, if you want to phone up and ask me, you know, what chippies to avoid or um, how to get cheaper gas, you phone Mark. Or if you want to go to sleep, you can phone Graham. It's entirely up to you. Um, yeah. Um, Cami. Um, with a, a straight away with a super chat, thank you very much. Um, since this is the only channel I still support, here's some extra pocket money. Thank you very much, Cammy. Um, that is uh, greatly, greatly appreciated. Now, before I get to come to the guys for their thoughts on everything, um, I'm going to bring in my first caller. I, could, I should have had that all set up. But yeah, bring in my first caller. Max, Max, how are you? And mm, job. <laughs> You're injured. <laughs> Aye, fucking fell on the roof, start. <laughs> yeah, listen, but we're going to talk about that first tonight, Max. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Came on the roof. I mean... Dirty fuck. We'll, End of story. We've been told, Max, a couple of weeks, but we were told a couple of weeks the last time and it turned into about six years, so... Did you know play about five minutes a couple of weeks ago? Do, do you want to know exactly how many minutes he's played since he came back from injury? What injury? <laughs> Try what fucking injuries you had a bit three fucking others since he's been here? Right, oh, do you want to know how many minutes he's played since he's came back from his latest he's, injury? He's a cow thing, he's a laugh. 28 minutes. Fucking okay, hell, man. I've had fits that last longer than that. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of things that we can say. Um, I'm going to say something else, but my daughter's sitting aside me, so I'm watching my language. <laughs> but... I was going to say, you sound awfully posh tonight, Max. I'm off eating, mate. I'm eating my kebab and I'm kind of... Right, right. No, stop, stop, days, Max, man. stop. What's on the kebab? No, oh, no, just just don't mate, man, bread. I don't like any sauce or salad or what. Oh, Mark, I don't know if I'm loving that. I don't eat a lot oh, of it. Because my health, anyway, I don't like to get into all that shit. <laughs> Talking about the fat. <laughs> Hey, so what would you like to talk about, Max? What's the scratch with the team no more? Who's going on? Who's getting the young boys on? Getting the rest of them to fuck? I'm sick of watching these clowns running about backside of his backside of his horseshoes and missing horseshoes up. Horseshoes, horseshoes belong indoors, not fucking horses' feet. <laughs> well, it's nice to see that you're watching your language with your daughter sitting next to you. That's, that's, that's... I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, I just have watching his language. Uh, Mark, the Mora. Um, we were going to come to it later on, but Max has brought it up. So, the Mora, does Geo change heavily or does Geo just continue doing what he's been doing? I don't think he changes heavily. I think that he will stay very much with the kind of tried and tested, well, I'm saying tried and tested, but they've not really been doing it. But the problem is that this is Geo's fighting for his. Uh, his his career here, he's fighting for his job, so he's not going to do anything that will jeopardise that. So he will play safe tomorrow. I'll put money in it. Play safe, Graham. I agree with what Mark said there, mate. I I think what I want to see tomorrow will definitely not be Geo pack. I think it'll go with the his safe packs for Arfield and Davis and uh, Barisic will probably come back in as well at left back. So uh, I think it's going to be. 
the standard of living this season that's kind of let us down performance-wise and some results as well. Is that is that safe, Max? Is that is that Gio playing it safe? Because for me, if Gio goes back to that tried and tested team that he's got, um, and we don't tried perform, tried and tested crap. Is that what you mean? Tried and tested. I'm trying. I'm trying to be level-headed, man. But Max, if Gio goes back to that and we don't perform and we get another draw or we win 1-0 and it's dross and he goes back to playing these same players, the fans are only going to stop calling for his head. Nobody's going to stop calling for his head now. Even if they win a, a, a barrel load tomorrow, he's time's up. Time to go. He's not getting the best out of players. He's playing players injured. Mm-hmm. He's also having fitness levels are way, way below what they were last season. For a start, mm-hmm. they could run, what, 120 minutes, three games in a row last year. I mean, and just, you look at them now, it's like they can have stroll a bit. Champions League just strolling. The Champions, no, the Champions League's been embarrassing, Max, isn't it? It's, been, it's, it's, it's not our level, right? But at the same time, it's it's been worse than what I think any of us could have thought. Definitely. Couldn't it get any more worse? There's a, mm. what is it, near enough a full team sitting in the, the treatment table. How are these folk getting injured? Is it the new training regime or what's going on? How are they all getting injured? I think it starts by the fact that we purchase injury-prone players. Um, I don't. Well, Tom Lawrence wasn't injury-prone. I don't think he's ever been injured. I've followed him for a few years. I've never known him to be injured. Don't, don't quote me on that. It's, I'm not 100%, but he's been well. He else is on the bench, uh, on the treatment table, rather. My head's not working at night, boys. It's a bit kind of fog up. No, 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 it's fine. Graham, uh, Max, Max asked the question, why uh, Why do we have so many players injured? Is it a mixture of injury-prone players with training maybe and just freak incidents or is there, is there something more going on in the background? I think it all goes back to the pre-season we've had because when you look at the players, they don't look the same fitness levels that we were last season, like Max says. We were playing injury t- eh, sorry, extra time, eh, two or three games in space of like two weeks and stuff like that, and high-pressure games as well. And we were the better team in all the extra times. And I think it just goes back to we've not done the proper pre-season. And I think, I try, I keep on telling myself, I keep trying to figure out a reason why maybe there's a, a, a step-off in performances. And obviously losing the Europa League final is a big kind of disappointment. It'll probably affect the players as well. So I'm trying to think of maybe excuses for them, but obviously that can only go so much. A proper pre-season. Don't try and make excuses with Max. No, I know. I'm I'm just, I know. No, I know. I'm All right. Not, but... No, that's all very nice. <laughs> you know, I'm only kidding, Max. Yeah, that's a lot better. That's a lot better. All right, Max. Listen, thanks very much for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thanks very much. All right. Speak nice. to you yeah. soon, buddy. Hey, boys. Ah, the injury thing, the news, a big worry. But, but listen, Graham, firstly, came our roof. Um, was, uh, as soon as I, I seen it coming out, I seen all the tweets for Rangers supporters. I don't know if they're just, just everything now with Rangers has just got us all hyped up and angrier, but there's a lot of Rangers fans out there going, no, that's enough now, that's it, finished. 
uh, when you when you add up everything that's happened this season, results wise, performance wise, injuries, kind of the fans not getting communicated to very well either. Uh, it all adds up, and I think we've got the right to be angry uh, and ask these questions. And when it comes to Kamar Roof, I said it in one of the the pods when he was coming back. I said the only thing that's guaranteed to be him coming back is he's needed a new injury setback, and we've been proved right. So it's, it's it reminds me so much of Daniel Sturridge at Liverpool. Uh, he was always kind of injured, and it was always he would only come back playing when he was felt fully fit. And I think that's what came out of I think some of these injuries that he's had, I think possibly other players would play through. Uh, so, uh, again, kind of, you're asking his commitment to the club as well. So, there's a lot of answers that we should be getting uh, about these injuries. <laughs> yeah, the communication for the club, I, I wish we had that. Curry Muncher, welcome to the show. How are you? Good evening, lads. How are you doing? All of I'm hearing your voice. Martin, you phone me every night. Don't you even say that. Come on. What's on your mind? <laughs> uh, yeah. Evening chat. How are you all doing? We are having a good Friday. Uh, right. Quick question. See you, Tommy. Who's the character that's been standing up and being counted at Rangers right now? I think that's a trick question <laughs> because I don't see anybody. I really don't. I'm struggling. I, I mean, I would, I would say Cholak probably. He's the only one that could probably. Yeah, I'll be giving you that probably. Martin? Uh, can I phone a friend? You don't have any, so you need to get yourself. None? No, there's nobody. There's absolutely nobody, which is surprising, Curry, when you've got the likes of Alan McGregor, Ryan Jack, Stephen Davis in there. I know. That's why I think I think Mark Tim and Graham came up with a good one there, Colac. You've been standing up and been counted. Mm, pretty self I He's been doing it. But for the actual team itself, who and who within the actual management system has been standing up and being counted. And who in the board are standing up and being counted? Nabdi. There's been Nabdi. And that's a problem. It's a whole shebang. I agree. I 100% agree. I know a lot of people, there are a lot of Rangers fans out there who didn't really know much about the guy. Um, or they did know about him. That, he, was, he used to be on heart and hand and then he became uh, the director of communications and stuff like that, David Graham. Um, David Graham was a strong figurehead at Rangers. Um, he was he was very mentally tough and was a massive, massive Rangers man as well. And he was part of the board, I think, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so you, you had him in there, but Graham, what, Doug, Douglas Park? No. Stuart Robertson? No. John Bennett? No. There's nobody in that board I see. They maybe have backbone when it comes to their professional lives. You know, Douglas Park's got a successful bus company. John Bennett's, you know, in the financial side of stuff. But when it comes to running the club, I don't see anybody with a backbone. No, I agree, mate. The only time you kind of seen them quite often was the 55 season. They were happy to come out and talk then and say all the positive things that was happening and how good we were and all that, but 
as soon as we kind of went downhill a wee bit, it's especially this season. I mean, we've heard from them once, uh, I think, and it was two car crashes, uh, interviews basically. It was contradiction after contradiction and just stuff. Basically, think the fans are stupid saying stuff that we can see is not true on the pitch and the contract renewals with Davis, McGregor and Arfield saying that it was a positive when really it's only a positive if they were going to be part-time players but we're relying on the three now. So uh, it's, I don't see any kind of football decisions getting made because if, you, if you're being truthful, none of them are kind of football men. So And Ross Wilson, he's meant to be the kind of one that makes the football decisions. He's been quiet. I don't think we've heard of him at all this season. And it's his decisions, signings and stuff like that as well that's going to get a lot of anger at this AGM. This AGM is going to be so poisonous, Mark. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely going to come to a head, isn't it? This AGM. It's going to be. It's going to be. Um, it's not going to be nice for the board. I know that for a certain. Um, the, the the fans. And the, especially the shareholders, all these guys that have put their own hard-earned money into this club to buy shares need answers and have been treated like absolute mugs for, for too long. This is all going to come ahead and it's going to be quite explosive. I think that's that's probably the my, my, my catchphrase word for, for, for that because it's um, I can't see this been, been a, a smooth and, and everybody happy AGM because... I think there's there's a lot that, that I think they're going to surprise us with money wise and stuff like that 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 I think is going to cause a bit of eruption. So it's not going to be fun, I don't think. Do you know what? See when Dave King Curry came out months ago um, and started having a go. <clears throat> excuse me, started having a go. There was a lot of fans, myself included, that went, "Calm down, calm down, Dave. You know everything's all right. We're, we're, we're doing well, but." I don't know, with everything that's going on in the silence for the board, I'm, I'm beginning to think, look, does Dave King know something that we don't? Well, King's a he's a bit like a marmite man, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Some people love him, some people hate him. Uh, but what I could ever take with King was he was he always took Rangers first. That's all he was interested in, was making sure that Rangers were the best that they could be. Since he went... I think that the board are interested in getting their money back that they put in with all these soft loans and doing their best to fill the, not so much fill their own pockets, but make sure they're covered if anything goes wrong. The the business dealings that they've been dealing with over the last 12 months have been short a absolute disgraceful. Uh, there's so many things that we could mention and so many companies we've had dealings with that we shouldn't even be touching with a barge pole. Now, I'm going to bring up a, an elephant in the room and feel free to cut me off here because a lot of people will probably totally disagree. But they just put out the other day there in Twitter that I've been dealing with a company called Stonewall. This company's been banned by... People like Channel 4, BBC, the Human Rights, because of their political stance and their ethical standards on certain subjects. Now, I want to know whose bright idea is it to bring that law into Rangers? Because I think it's an absolute bloody disgrace. 
there's policies that they say that they fight for. I I totally agree with, but the way they go about their business and it's been been for the last two years that it's shady as hell. And I don't I don't want any infant to David that lot at Rangers, and I don't I don't know why Rangers have actually they're promoting this lot. I don't know what you guys think, or if you know anything about Stone Mom. Firstly, and you'll understand why I have to say this, Curry, that they are your opinions. Aye, um, definitely. Are. Aye, this is my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you just, I, 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 don't, I don't know anything about them, um, and I don't want a wee chap at the door. So um, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are obviously not the opinions of the Rangers rabble. Um, Mark, I've never heard of this company. Near of I think uh, Curry Muncher's got an inside track here, but no, never heard of them. Don't know anything about them. Sorry. Yeah, what to do, guys, right? Go, go and have a wee look, right? Mm-hmm. I'll let you know. So people don't know anything. It's no fair to ask you what you think. Uh, I think some of the people in the chat will probably know about them. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's bad. But it's not just that, mate. Uh, I'll, I'll take away the Stone Mall thing. It's all the other stuff. Travel companies. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing semi for people that having to take semi change your jumpers, sort of jerseys because they've been uh, defunct. I just I don't understand the, the the biggest one that got me. And I think got most of the Rangers fans was the decision to put a friendly against that mob. Mm-hmm. That, that was just that was a step too far. Me personally, right now. I will not spend another penny for any Rangers gear, anything to do with Rangers, until that board is ousted, because they do not have Rangers' best interest at heart. They've already proved that. Until Giovanni Bronkhurst has left the club, and Ross Wilson has been left this club, because within 12 months, they have destroyed everything about our club on and off the park. Sorry, guys. No, no, I'm, I'm trying to... See, I always like to try and play a wee bit of devil's advocate, regardless of what the conversation is. Um, but I'm struggling, Curry. I'm struggling to disagree with you. Um, so I'll ask you... A, 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 I'll change the subject and ask you a question before I let you go, because I can't, okay. I can't come back with any any argument to you there. Um, Kmart Roof. What's your thoughts? Well, apparently the rumour is somebody gave him a hard stare. <laughs> it's a, a roof, great player. He's a phenomenal striker, but what I said, if it wasn't for his injuries, he wouldn't be a stranger. Uh, me personally, I don't know. I've never, ever, ever bought an roof. Because the way that when he scored goals and the way that he never ever celebrated, you know, he was being up to the crowd, he was not giving it away. So like right now, everybody's bought into that, into Chola. He loves a goal, he gets in, he gets involved. We've never ever done that, so I never ever get anything. I never really like liked him, even though he was a good player when he was fit. But I think that this injury is probably put the mark on his career mm-hmm. his future career at Rangers it, it should be a simple case I'm sorry mate but we can't spend ever 
tens of thousands on how much your wages are. You need to come on for, you to, I thought it was about 15 minutes, you said for 28 minutes in a season. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good you are. You could be Ronaldo on playing for us. If you're only playing for 28 minutes, sorry, but you need to go. You need to go. You need to, you need to get that money out the way and get somebody in. I, I, I would rather have uh, it's, it's a young boy, he's a McCann, isn't it? No McCann, uh, Robbie Ewer. I, I, I trust Robbie Ewer in that position before I, I trust him. Right now. No, Robbie Ewer would stay fit. Sorry? Robbie Ewer would stay fit. Aye, that's what I'm saying. I would rather a boy out there that we could rely on that I know that's going to come out and, and play at least 90 minutes and do his damned hardest to play for the jersey. Mm-hmm. The same as all the young boys, every single one of them would play for the jersey. And that's the thing that's a matter with this team. There's nobody out there that I can turn around and say, he is playing for our jersey. Mm-hmm. He's playing for himself, he's playing for the manager, he's playing for his career, he's playing for the fans. Not one one player, uh, sorry, Red Van and Kolak are the only two players that I can think of right now that actually play for the jersey. And Red Band's only played about about 120 minutes in total. That's what makes... That's what make, that, have a go. Sorry, Curry, that makes that uh, point worse. The fact that Aye. Red Band's only played two games. Aye. To, to, totally, Martin. It's every player for, every player for Gerard's uh, generation have been absolute mince. Mm-hmm. Absolute mince. There's not one of them that could tell me say that they're proud or thought they've been doing well. We heard the the, the press of the day uh, for Davies. I'm, I'm sorry, it's lip service. Mm-hmm. Same for Giovanni. Yet again, a lot of lip service. And it's like, we spoke about this before. What game are you watching, mate? What team are you watching? Because you're, no, you're obviously not watching the same as the man as us. I'll let you discuss and I'll let somebody else get on, mate. You usually me on too long. No, no problem. So, listen, this isn't a client. You can talk for as long as you want, but I'll let you go anyway. <laughs> Another words, bugger off. Any <laughs> bother, guys? Have a good evening. Have a good weekend. Cheers, Curry. Speak to you soon. Oh, All the best, Curry. Score wide. Two each. Giovanni <laughs> Bronkers, to the Ibrox by six o'clock. Right, thanks for thanks for leaving us on a wee depressing note there because everything else was so positive. That is a positive. We're getting <laughs> with you. Oh, Thank thanks, you. Later, guys. Bye bye. We'll come to that. We will. We'll, we'll come to that game um, very very soon. Mark, um, just finishing up uh, on roof because uh, Curry made a couple of points there, um, but we'll we'll finish up on roof. For you, is that is that his? T- I mean, it's only his time up if we can a get rid of him and be somebody who wants him. And um, but for for you, is that his time up at Rangers? I think so. I think that I think that his track record has probably made his next move a a, a downward move. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's he's that old either. But I think that his next move is going to be towards the championship and probably the bottom half of the championship because of the fact that you can just kind of get them fit. So somebody's going to need to take a punt on them, mm-hmm. which you're going to need to have money to spend to, to take a punt on them. But it's, uh, 
I don't know. It's just it's a it's a strange, strange one as well. I mean, we knew that he was injury prone, but it's ridiculous now. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's not even a couple of couple of injuries over the over the course of maybe two or three years is, is bad luck. But the mm-hmm. amount of injuries this boy's had is something virgin on ludicrous. It's uh, well, I think he's a smart player as well. Sorry, but Rangers on tour, his contract runs out in the summer. So that won't be getting that won't be getting renewed. Uh, no, that would be crazy. 100%, 100%. 100%. That's not getting renewed at all. Which is a shame because we've all seen it. He's, he's, a, he's a, for me, he's probably the best striker at the club. And I know that's a bit of a bold statement, but he's intelligent. He can score goals. He's a great finisher. His movement's good. He brings other people into the play. He's a good, good striker. And we've, we've said that a million times. If his fitness was was where it should be, it wouldn't be at Rangers. Plain mm-hmm. and simple, he is that good, the boy. But but you know what? what I mean, I'm fed up hearing that. Yeah, hundred percent. But I'm absolutely fed up hearing if his fitness was near where it was, then he wouldn't be at Rangers. But you know what? Don't bring him to Rangers then if his fitness is that bad. No. But listen, we have another call. Um, oh, Alan, God. Alan, how you doing? Hi, not bad. Uh, I was just listening to Curry there. I, I, I wish I had all his confidence. I wish he was as cheery as that guy because I think he was nice in the Rangers the way he talked about them there. They've been absolute... I mean, everybody claims they've been pure men. But Mark said the other night there, I think it was after the Napoli game, Mark, that he said that you would be your way to be in the position of the Rangers players and that they should be privileged. I'd give all my wins away for a shot like that. You know what I mean? So you're right enough. It's time that the... Ones that only want to play for the jersey get dumped for a week or two. I mean, Ryan Kent, honestly, Ryan Kent, deal. I mean, why does he keep constantly picking that guy? And he always thinks that Morelis can do better than Kolach because as soon as Morelis is 100% fit, if he gets a chance, he's going to put him on the our Kolach, which to me I think is all wrong because if a guy's scoring goals, you leave him on all the time. You leave him, I mean, don't put him after 20 minutes to go because he scored two goals. Leave the guy who went for the 90 minutes even got a hat trick. Do you know what I mean? The guy's there to score goals. To me, he, he's like Alan McCoy. He, he, he can look as if he's not done nothing for five or ten minutes, but then he appears in the box and he's in the right place at the right time and the ball's in the back of the net. Alan McCoy was the world's best at that. But then again, Alan McCoy said Mark Haley. He did all the boys doing too many things like that. We need to get forward players more into the box because... Nine times out of ten, you only score goals if you get players in the box. The more players have got in the box, the more chance you've got to score. It's as simple as that. I mean, it's it's simple math. I don't understand why Gio sticks rigidly to everything that he's doing. He, he, he's like a clockwork soldier. Do you know what I mean? Uh, what do you think about that? Right, well, see, just I'll, I'll let you answer that, Mark. Um, but, but just on that, what you're saying, you know, Alan McCoy's had Mark Haley. Chris Boyd had Kenny Miller. I know, but the, the, that's just the the modern game. That's not how it's played. It's the the game has moved on. Um, it's for me, whoever's scoring goals and playing the best gets a shot. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a. a it shouldn't be a, 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 even a debate for me. I understand why he played Morelos the other night, but clearly never worked. So I mean, are we going to are we going to persevere with this experiment that 
I mean, realistically, we've only got one more game left in Europe anyway. So, I mean, we've got nothing to lose. For me, Cholak starts. The problem for me with Cholak, because he keeps dropping him and rotate, trying to rotate, he's got, he's got the potential to go off the boil. And see if Cholak goes off the boil, we are proper in the shit. 100%. So, so, for me, the boys in form, the boys scoring goals, that's, I mean, he's the only one that's doing it. So, for right. me, he's, he's, he's got to play him. I think, I think that was the last throw of the dice. I think Morelos' race is run now. I think, for me, Kent's race is run. For me, I the two of them would not, would not play unless something something serious changes in their attitude and, and what they're producing uh, on the park. For me, they would be, two of them would be bit park players for the rest of the season until they proved otherwise. Because at the end of the day, we're struggling and we can't afford to um, take take passengers. So for me, right. as I said, sign a, sign a contract and, and buck up your ideas, pull your socks up, or you'll be sitting on the bench. Simple as that. As I said, we can't afford passengers at the moment. We really can't. No, definitely not. No. And another thing, to, you see, I'm, I'm a wee bit worried and all. Do you know how we've said that we think our fitness levels has dropped this season, right, compared to last season? Seems to be we get to about 60, 65 minutes, then we fall away, right? Whereas last year we kept going for the 90 minutes. If you watch that other lot across the city, they, they, they'll run after 85 minutes in Europe and still chase the ball doing half the length of the pitch when they're 2 nothing done. Do you know what I mean? We, we, we need to have the fitness back up to where it is. Because see, if a young boy like Leon King in his last two games, has lasted for half a game and then he's in half seat, then he's lasted 70 or 80 minutes and then he's been half a cramp or something in the last two games, does that mean it's not that the, the, the boy is really no fat? It's maybe a case of that it's the training that's, that's making them not have the same energy. And that's what's put on me because there was a player said um, earlier on in the season uh, that they concentrate, they're starting to concentrate a bit more in ball work than fitness. That I mean, really, the fitness should be the first thing there because you really need to have everybody full of energy and no running energy after 65, 70 minutes. You can definitely see it. There's, it's like two different teams. Uh, so I think Gio needs to get... In fact, you really shouldn't be here. Well, definitely not. Well, do, do you know, Graham's the kind of... The training and stat man, if you like. And look, Graham Allen makes a good point. But do you know, do you know what, what worries me more, Graham, is that we're not chasing... We're, we're not trying for 60, 65 minutes. We don't press. And we still look knackered after an hour. I think with, with Gio's kind of philosophy, is it's the kind of same as Louis van Gaal said that a few times. It's based on possession. So the pre-season is set up to be having the ball and you're not running as much. And I think that's what it comes down to. And I think that's why players are picking up these muscle injuries. Because when they, they try to chase the game, which we've done quite a lot this year, and when you're playing high-intensity games in Europe, uh, the muscles aren't ready for that because we've been not prepared in pre-season and in, in the league we've kind of got the, the possession most of the time but we're not doing anything with it either so it's, I think it all just goes back to the pre-season for me I've said that a few times but I, the lack of fitness what we've done is clearly shown like you say when he's picked up about Leon King when he's cramped I think quite, that happens to quite a lot of young players when they're kind of not used to the kind of intensity of games 
Uh, so I don't think it's really a fit. I think it's just the kind of adrenaline and that, and it kind of falls off, and that causes all that kind of stuff with young players. So hopefully it's not too bad for Leon, but I'd like to see him back in as soon as possible as well. Definitely. I mean, we need to get, as you say, that one, and and we need to get a, a couple of young ones. Like, I mean, it'll be good when Lowry comes back. Because I said at one of the very early phone-ins that you had, that I said I would like to see maybe like some of the some of the reserve players like that getting maybe 10 to 15 games in the season. More, I would burn them, they'd be playing them for the full season. Do you know what I mean? Just coming for the reserves and going straight into first team and then playing all season and kind of like sitting in them. I, I do think that, I mean, we should be in the position where we should be able to bed them in slowly and gently. But it looks like uh, Leon King has got no option but to be rushed in there and to be kept in there. And the boy, to, to be fair, the boy is absolutely excellent for considering his age and that day. So... I mean, it'd be good if we could even get one or, one or two of the other reserve players in to, to give them a chance and all, because at the end of the day, as you say, Kent, Morelis, Barisic, eh, I'm even stopping there because I could name an hour four or five, and they, they, they don't need to kick in that ball for a week or two anyway. Do you know what I mean? The youngins should be getting put in there. And I sincerely hope it's not Ross Wilson that's picking the next manager. It will be. And we will be in trouble. It will be, yeah. Because he needs to go to, it's yeah. really Van Bronckhurst. But see, Alan, the way that we have to try and think about it is, although most of the board, I know for a fact, are Rangers supporters and love the club, they're thinking about Rangers from a business point of view. They're not thinking about Rangers from a, a me and you point of view. So they're thinking, right, what does Ross Wilson bring? Does he bring enough positives? Does he bring enough financial positives for us to keep him? The same with Bizgrove, the same with everybody. So the board aren't looking at it purely from a fan's point of view and going, it will, Gio's got us to the Champions League, so Gio's got us some money, so we'll stick with him. Because if we finish second, then he might get us into the Champions League next year. That's the way that the Rangers board are thinking. That's why so many people are on are angry. Oh, de- oh, definitely. Aye. And I sincerely hope, for everybody's sake, that it does go out right in the morning, because I wouldn't like to um, have a league to bear the rest of the morning. Because, see, if you think about it, see the all-fun games. I mean, a lot of folk say, oh, don't go back to all firm games. But think about it, Celtic won the league with 93 points, right? We were second four points behind with 89, right? We were three points behind Celtic in that third old firm game when we beat 2-1 at Ibrox, right? See if we had won that game instead of getting beat for it. Celtic would have had 90 points and we'd have had 92. Because we take three points off Celtic, the 93 would be 90. And we, if we were taken at 89 and you put the three points on, we'd have 92. We'd have won the league with two points if we'd won that old firm game at Ibrox, but we could beat it. And folk don't seem to see that. To me, I would, I would really, really make my top my top uh, point being to, 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 to go Celtic, to be honest with you, because if you beat them, that's half your battle. The issue you've got when, when you... When you think like that, and I, I don't mean issue, that's no, that's no fair, I don't mean that, Alan. What I mean is when you when you say a point like that, well, if we had beat Celtic in the first Old Forum game, had we beat Celtic in that Old Forum game, um, life changes, we could have dropped points somewhere else. We could have won a, We could have lost a game that we drew, we could have drew a game that we won. So, aye, of course, of course, if you beat Celtic in the first Old Forum game, it helps. Um, but but quite, quite simply, Celtic were better than us last season. 
And my worry, oh, Alan, my, my, my worry, Alan, is we've already seen in the first Old Forum game this season, and Graham mentioned it there, Gio's game's all about possession. Well, that, if that's Gio's game, then I'm more angry and I'm more worried because when we play Celtic, we don't really have possession, especially for the first 20-30 no. minutes because they simply destroy us. That's right. Right. So, uh, they've already beat us in the first Old Firm game, Alan. Right right now as it sits, and it's a, it's a bit off yet, but right now as it sits, I mean, are, are you comfortable going into playing them again with this team and this manager? No playing the way they are. The way they could play, I would have been, but no, definitely no. But Rangers are funny. But you'll surprise us. Do you know what I mean? I, I actually thought we would get a result against Napoli. Because I thought, well, we kind of keep being bad and bad and bad and bad. We've got to have a good turn moon again. But it doesn't seem to be coming this time. And that's, which wouldn't be right enough. I would be worried going into the next all-firm game the way it is now. Definitely. I agree with 100%. Right. It's a worry right enough. It certainly is. Alan, thank you very much for the call, buddy. Always no appreciated. Bother. Right. Okay, look at SSL, boys. And catch you later on. All best. Right. Oh, I cut him off a bit early. My apologies, Alan. If you're watching back, I didn't mean to cut you off so early. Yeah, that's... Listen, the way that Geo plays... We're not here to talk about this tonight because we've got the Aberdeen game to preview in a minute, but the way, the way that Geo plays, the outlier being that semi-final will be through with him and then won an extra time. That's the outlier. The way that Geo plays, does we don't beat Celtic. I, I just don't think we beat them. Um, and, all right, Graham didn't really see the game. The Napoli game, so we won't go into it, Mark. I'm a hyper reaction as well. So, um, I, I want to just talk about two players, uh, Mark. Firstly, uh, Malik Tillman, but yeah, enigma for me, right? Because I can see, but well, I say I can see, I'm not a coach, it's just what I see, and, and, I, and I'm not bad at football manager, right? Um, but I can, I can see there's a player there, and I can see there's an excellent player there, Mark, but I just don't think the way that he plays is right for us. And this money that supposedly ring-fenced for Tillman and Sands, who's the second player I want to talk about, we'll do that in a minute. I, I, I just, I would be worried if we took that option. I think Tillman, as you can see, Tillman ha has got talent. I think he's a good football player. I think in the right side, he could be a great football player. Um, but I think that he's a bit of a luxury at the moment. And I don't know whether it's how he's been told to play rather than rather than how he actually plays because I've I'd seen clips on previous before he came here, and he was very much a um, a player that that tracked back and tackled and 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 burst from midfield, and that doesn't really seem to be what he's doing. What what it looks like is if he's been told you stay in a number nine position and float and try and make things happen and try and create. Nobody, I don't think anybody, well, it doesn't look as if anybody's sent him, you need to remember your defensive side of the game. Um, for me, is he better than Alex Lowry? No. So why are we persisting in playing Tillman and talking about spending five million on him when we've got arguably a better player sitting there? So for me, Tillman gets dropped at the weekend and Lowry gets a run of games because he's really the only kind of natural number 10 that we've got at the moment. So, for well, me, that's... Sorry, Mark. No, sorry. Um, I was just 
I was going to put this point to you, Graham, as well, but RFC 72 has just brought it up. Is it possibly the way that Gio's asking him to play, Graham? That that is perhaps why we're seeing this Tillman, or is it is it just that he's not suited to Scottish football, or is it just again a variety of reasons? I agree that uh, there's definitely a player in there, and the clips I've seen from him, I agree with what Mark was saying. He looks if he's kind of all action player, but to be a wee bit on his defence, he needs players moving off him because he's one of the players that likes to get the ball on his feet touch off and then go. How many people have we got that run beyond and are, are kind of fast players that you can play through balls to that's on forum? None. So I, that's affecting his game. But he's got that kind of the Berbatov kind of look physique uh, to him that he's, he's not really caring, he's kind of lazy and stuff like that, which doesn't help him. And that, you put, you know, a lot of people are asking to get him dropped and stuff and don't want to sign him in the summer. So I think he can do more, and I think that what you say that Geo's style is kind of hindering him a wee bit as well. And uh, this is such a lazy question, right? And I, and I apologise, but before I ask it, Mark, um, he's a phone oh one four one six two eight seven two three seven to have your view on anything Rangers related at all. You want to get your point across? If you've heard something that we've said and you disagree, there's about a ninety nine percent chance of that. Then uh, he's a phone oh one four one six two eight seven two three seven. If you're watching on YouTube. Give us a wee like and a subscribe. Um, we're just edging closer to 7,000 subscribers and we're getting about roughly 200-250 likes um, for every show that we do. So if you can get us up to 250 likes and then we can push on to 300, etc, etc, that would be fantastic. And if you fancy joining as a member um, and get up to two between two and four shows a week, and I've got a wee interview coming out soon that will be available uh, to members and then it will be released on YouTube as well. Um, you can... Um, if you're watching on desktop, there's a join button below the screen there, I think. And um, there's also a link in the description for that as well. And follow us across all our socials, etc., etc. Right, Mark, time for this lazy question. Is it just that maybe he's a wee bit too smart football in ones, Tillman? Do you think he's maybe just a wee bit too ahead in the old football intelligence for some of our players? I hate to, I hate to agree with you, Mark, but I think you might, you might just have something. I really do. I think uh, this might be that, that kind of watershed moment when you've actually you've actually hit the nail on the head. Um, yeah, I think that that's probably the case. I think Graham kind of touched on it as well that he's used to players moving off him, and see for that type of player, you need people to move. And if you watch a Rangers, see if you watch Rangers under Gerrard with with Beal's tactics and stuff like that. We rotated. We're, we're front three, almost constantly moved. And we all know it's hard to hit a moving target, but we are very, very static. Hence the reason why the other weekend we had 73 shots, uh, sorry, 73 crosses, excuse me. Um, and we still never got anywhere because we're no moving. Movement creates movement and space. And you're probably right, Tillman's, Tillman, if Tillman get in a side that everybody's moving, rotating, people actually wanting the ball and, and looking to try and express themselves and get into the game, then you're probably right, you probably might be a great, absolutely great player. But as I said at the moment, I, I did see somebody's comments, somebody's comments said that we're, we're, we're using tactics as an excuse for them to play that badly. That's not really what we're saying. What we're saying is that the, the tactics of Geo 
is making him look bad. I mean, for me as well, just kind of harking back and going off on a wee bit of a tangent here, Anis Hadji suffered similarly by getting played on the right-hand side before he got injured under Gio. It made him look a worse player than he actually was. We've seen him. We've seen how good he is. I mean, I still don't know whether he's left-footed or right-footed, but that's a tactics thing. So that I'm just trying to explain why we're talking about this, talking about tactics, and we're not saying that they're getting told to go out there and play badly. Or just the, the tactics are possession, move the ball back, recycle, and, and, and wait for something to happen rather than make something happen by movement. So that's that's what I'm that's what I'm 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 trying to explain. But I think you're probably right. I think that in a different setup, in a different kind of uh, tactical tactical team, in a different kind of movement of players, I think that Tillman might be a fantastic, an absolutely fantastic player, and he might be worth every every penny that we're we're meant to be allegedly talking about forking out for him. So, but I think you got a great point, Martin. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, hundred percent. I could listen to anybody say you've got a great point, Martin, for as long as they're willing to say it. Um, Lee Kirby uh, became a YouTube member. Thank you very much, Lee. Thank you for the support, and I hope you enjoy the, the extra shows and stuff. Um, I'm just going to, if you bear with me, one wee second, bring in a caller. Caller ending 695. Hello, welcome to the Rabble. Uh, I just want to phone out. I've been a main supporter all my life, and I've never been so disgusted we watching a game Wednesday night and saying, uh, we're getting beat here. I want to turn it off after the first minute. So unless the person is sitting here talking about tactics, I want people to fight for us. Fight. As if it's our last breath. Okay, so, could you just do a quick favour and turn the show off in the background? It's just it's coming through. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, uh, listen, they're not going to get any argument off of me. Um, Graham, the, the players, how many times have we said it on reactions? We, we need these players to show more. We can say what we want about the manager and we're right, and people are rightly criticising the manager, but at the end of the day, it's the players on that part and they're not showing enough. Yes, but I, I have never in my life, I've supported Rangers for 60 years, never wanted Rangers to get beat. But I want them to get beat tomorrow so we can get it. Ready Wilson, ready Van Bronkers, ready Kent, ready Morales. Because they don't want to play for us, right? Mm-hmm. So my point is, I have never been so disgusted in all my life with being a Rangers supporter. Now, I've seen bad teams. I've seen Rangers by Gregor Stevens when we were wrong. I used to go to Ibers when they had 4,000. And... I'm sitting here watching that tonight, and these people are sitting here talking, but to me, they don't even know what is over hurting. I think people show emotions in different ways. I don't think it necessarily means that people aren't hurting, but can I just ask you, do you think that 100% with the current board that we've got, that, and, and I, I, I disagree with you, I don't want us... To lose, but I completely understand why you say that. But mm-hmm. see, see if we no, I don't want to, I don't want to lose, but I don't want to pre- prevail. Something that's going to harm. No, yeah, if you know what I'm meaning. I completely understand it's, that. I get it's that. going to harm in yes, three months time, four months time. 
how much more pain can we get put through? I understand that, but do you think this current board, just say we got beat tomorrow, right? Do you mm. think that would then mean the end for Geo? Do you think the board would sack him if we got beat tomorrow? Because my worry is that they wouldn't. Well, they'll soon, they'll soon find out the Ibert tomorrow. Yeah, they'll soon find out where their end supporters are, whether or not. They can't, uh, 50,000 people are going to turn on their back and say, get rid of this. Get rid of Kent, who's an on-trier. Get rid of Morelis. And let's get his back Rangers. That, this is my, my point is, it's, it's diabolical, mate. Yeah, it's really. I 100% agree with you. I 100% agree with you. What would you do tomorrow then, team selection wise? Would you. Team selection? Completely. I would actually play McCurry because every time a ball gets put by McGregor, he just stones. Yeah, he doesn't dive anymore. I, the, the boy at Redvan, I'd put him in. I'd put the boy Devine in. I put King in, I would put Lowry in, I would put McCann in and give it a go and see what they can do. If it could be, we could be. But it's not going to be any difference. Yeah, I don't want to listen to that. I, I, there's not been a single caller on that I've, I've disagreed with. I, I completely agree with you. Uh, uh, why not? I, I've seen Charlie McCann play for the B team. I've seen him play for the first team. He looks excellent. Lowry, if he's fit enough, if not, I would imagine Lowry would have to come on for the bench because he's just. Wait, was Lowry on the bench the other night there? He was, I think, yeah. but he's. Yeah, yeah, so if he's, he's on not, the bench, so how can you not play him if, he, if he's on the bench? He's fit enough to play. No. I, I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> um, but he's, he's not played all season. And he's, yeah. and, he, and he's been injured and he's only had a couple of games for the B team. I would rather, I would rather him get a good 30, 40 minutes off the bench rather than start. But, or you could start him and give him the first half. It's, it's up. Give him the first half. If it's not working, it's not working. But at least let's see what the boys got. Right? Instead of playing the old uh, Stephen Davis, the old uh, Arfield, mm-hmm. let's give us something to, to cheer us up. Come on. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. And, and say, right, OK, the, the Champions League is for us, but at least I thought we might come third. But, uh, well, it would have been nice I, if we had just got a win or a draw. <laughs> that would have been nice. But the, but the point is, uh, I'd like these, these Mark, Martin and Graham to understand how much it's all about, they're, they're, they're not talking about tactics, right? Mm-hmm. Tactics. Now, if I go back to uh, my future years, when I, uh, David Cooper never had any tactics. No. Right? But they're, they, 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 they're, all they're talking about is tactics and this and that and put and don't put. Mm-hmm. Scott, Scott Wright should never have been a Rangers tap in his life again. He he is he's pathetic. Yeah, he done more against Napoli than Ryan Kent. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hard? No, I know. I, I, listen, I don't think Scott Wright's good enough to play for Rangers either, but he was better against Napoli than our, than our supposed top man who cost us seven million. 
Yeah, yeah, but I, really, all it's a phone that is to say I'm really disappointed that the Bears know. I've supported them all my life, 60 years I've supported them, and I've never seen a worse team than that. And I've even gone back to Gregor Stevens and all that crap. I've never seen a worse team. Well, I, I, I think I might have seen a couple of worse teams, personally, but... No, no, no way to put any heart, mate, no. Mm, well, I, I, I can't think off the top of my head, so maybe you've got a point, but people show emo- people do, they, they show anger and emotions in completely different ways, but I, listen, I, I, I take your point. Okay, right, mate. All right, right thanks, thanks a lot. So please say thanks, Bob, anyway. Uh, Bobby Sutton. Say that again. Sorry, I never heard you. Will you please say thanks, Bobby? Bobby Sutton. Well, let's get back up there, eh? <laughs> well, I will do. I will do. Thank you. Listen. Okay, right. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Right. Cheers. All the best. And we'll bring Cameron straight in. Cameron, how are you? I'm good, mate. Yourself? Bad, I was alright until I came on this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just coming on just to really vent frustration, really. And on the team selection point for tomorrow, um, I was just going to make the point that I can't think of one player who's played recently, apart from Stephen Davis, probably, and he barely plays, that's shown, well, him and Yilmaz that have actually looked as if they're showing a bit of interest in what's going on because I just think I don't think it's the players' ability wise. I think that's I think that's not in the equation because we've seen last season these players have the ability to fight at top top level and be able to challenge for the league. But I just think that I think there's something going on. I think just the players' confidence now. Just looks slumped. You can see, and you could see on Wednesday night that whenever they lost the ball, players were just jogging to try to retrieve it, and nobody really looks interested. So I'm beginning to think that Gio, I'm not saying it's his tactics per se, just, just think his players have no belief in what he's trying to do. Because players like Tav, we know how good he can be. He's just looked off the pace mm-hmm. so far. I just I don't know if he's had I don't know if he's had like a ding dong with the with the coaching staff behind the scenes, but I just don't think the players have real belief in what he's trying to achieve here. Should we not be angrier at the players then, Cameron, rather than the manager? <laughs> but I think it's I think it's kind of I think it's kind of a fifty fifty. Really, um, I think obviously, you know, you, you expect your players to get up for, for European games. And do you know what? I mean, the players should be up for any game because because at the end of the day, this is Rangers. Mm-hmm. And goal should be to win every game, even against top opposition like Napoli and Liverpool and so on and so on. I just think, I don't think the players can have belief because you see the way that Gio sets up his teams. And you can see how negative it can be sometimes. And when he's standing on the touchline, he's not giving any real orders and he's not making any real changes. So you saw it against Livingston last weekend. He only changed things when we went 1-0 down. 
you know what I mean? It's like the way we played the second half, attacking everyone up the park, well, our Sands and King, I just think that's the way we should be playing. I just think he makes changes too late and I just think he's really hesitant in what he does. I don't think Gio believes in himself. I don't think the players believe in Gio. I don't think the board believe in him. I just think if the board didn't believe in him, Cameron, if the board didn't believe in him, surely wouldn't he still be there? Well, well, that's the thing. Is I mean, we've all been calling for it. Well, I mean, the majority of the support have been calling for it. I think even the biggest Geo supporters have got to look now and say, right, well, these results recently have been have been unacceptable. I don't think we can deny that. It's like the standard of performances. His team are putting in, and the, the quality of the tactics that he's putting out are just dire. But you can see it; it's so slow and it's so lethargic, and there's no view. Like, right, all right, let's go out and attack this team. You know what I mean? Because teams like Livingston and like Aberdeen and like Dundee United, they're always going to have ten players behind the ball, no matter what the scenario is. You know what I mean? I just think that if he like gives the players a bit more freedom to just play their way through the game instead of playing his set tactics are going forward, pass back, side to side, up back. That fucking repeated sorry about the language, but that just no, no. Re- re- repeated. I just think that I just think the board don't believe in him. But then again I just don't think the board what he Pay his payout, his payout to get him sacked, or or I could be wrong, or they could be waiting until the World Cup break to give them time to get a suitable ma- ma- manager in. But I just don't know, man. It's just dire. Every game it seems like it's the same, the same nonsense going on. That's and that's how it feels. And I think we're all pissed off. Um, but <laughs> we're not the we're not the ones with the money. I suppose we're not the board members. Uh, Cameron, thank you very much. Appreciate it. No problem, mate. All right, speak to you soon, buddy. All about it. Bye-bye. Again, it's... I, I kind of agree with him, but in the back of my mind, you, we see it all the time down south, the players have stopped playing for the manager and you, and you don't really pay any attention to it until it's your club. Cause I don't, I'm trying to remember, when was the last time we had a manager who the players stopped playing for? You know? Struggling. Struggling. Really, really struggling. Kishinya didn't do great, but I don't think the players necessarily stopped playing. So we've never really had that. Um, well, Glenn, maybe? With Barry Ferguson situation. Yeah, there's a lot of people saying they want that back at the club for me, you know. Um, but, I, but I'm sure the, the, the players need to take quite a, a lot of blame in this. I, I completely agree. Gio's time at Rangers is done for me, right? It's absolutely done. But so many people are saying that the players aren't playing for him. But you know what? Play for the shirt that you're wearing. Play for the money that's getting put into your bank account. Exactly, mate. I've I've never been fully like given a hundred percent blame to Geo. For me, it is split uh, between everybody, like including Ross Wilson, the board, the players, everybody. Because there was a picture that was doing the rounds. I think it was the presser before the Napoli game. He Scott Arfield, and he just looked defeated. He's sitting there with his arms crossed and stuff like that. Is and we're expected to watch and listen to these press conferences when the players don't even look up for it at all, and then. Every player should be going out there playing, no matter if the tactics. You can have bad, bad forum, poor tactics, wrong decisions, wrong subs. But every player should be putting in a hundred percent effort 
and that's where they're letting themselves down. And if they think they're going to get a better club uh, once leaving Rangers, then they're not doing anything about it because they've not put the performance to get the, the bigger clubs uh, with more money uh, to come and look for them, they'd sign them up. So it's on them as well, as well as Shio. Yeah, there's not a single player in that Rangers first team now that goes to a decent team in England. For no. me, not a single one. Mark Aberdeen, the Mora, are you worried? Um, um, I don't even know. I don't even know. To be perfectly honest, I don't really know how I feel about it. Are you um, bored? I actually don't think I'm bored. That's that's and that to me is madness because it's Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just I'm just very very uh, conscious of the fact that if, if we drop points, then we're we're in trouble because I I can't see this team clawing back five six points of a gap at all, and I can't see them can't see the board doing anything about it. So I, I kind of a. It's almost it's a strange feeling. It's like it's like almost like numb, numb to the sensation of <laughs> Rangers playing. It's I just feel as if I don't I don't ever want to see Rangers get defeated. But then I'm thinking, would it, if we win tomorrow, does it prolong the agony? Does it prolong the agony? Is it? Does it? Does it? If if we drop points tomorrow, does it go? And w- w- as like I said, I said the other night, surely this board, if this board are not looking at other managers at this point in time, then the severely a severe derelict of their duties. Because as I, I say a million times, a blind man standing at a bus stop can see what's happening at this club, and and it's only going to go one way. I know I'm. I, I'm just re- repeating myself over and over again, but it's hard. It's hard to come on here and try and it's really get difficult. a positive. It's hard. It's hard it to do really, it. I mean, it's difficult to do every single show. It's so negative. Yeah. And, and um, it's not the problem. Is as well, we're all feeling the exact same way. Everybody. I mean, everybody in the comments as well are all feeling the exact same way. We're all talking about something needs to change. Something needs to give. Aberdeen are probably licking their lips. They're thinking to themselves, do you know what? The best time we could get Rangers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As I said, I've got a funny feeling that it will be another terrible performance, but we'll maybe just sneak it. And for me, that's probably for me his worst case scenario, which is a bizarre thing to say, but it's just it's just it's, it's a strange, it's a strange time. It's a strange feeling to be watching your club and you're almost it's all we're almost like rudderless and you can see where it's heading and you can't do anything about it and, it, and it's, a, it's a proper hard watch do you know something um diabus sorry di rebus makes a good point and it's a five pound super chat as well um and uh Stephen Kane as well put in a £5 super chat. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you for the support. Um, Graham, even if we are 4-0 down at 30 minutes tomorrow, Gio won't be shouting at players or showing emotion. If he doesn't care, why would the players? There's always a saying that the players play 
and act like their manager. So I would obviously love to see Van Bronckhorst on the touchline, giving instructions, cheering people on, all that kind of stuff. But the players, it's why they ones that, as soon as they cross the white line, how much says a manager got, really? The players should be up for it every game. Uh, but going back to what Mark said there, it's the way I feel as well. It's like just pure numb. I don't watch the pressers. I see the clips on Twitter with his, what he said, and then I just shake my head and yawn, and I'll have same same again. And then it's just I've missed all the Champions League games live. Yeah, I don't even made any of the Ibrox ones. Uh, and at the beginning of the season, I was raging. I was missing quite due to work, but was it a blessing in disguise? Saving that wee bit of money. It's just I feel just so disconnected for the club. It's unreal, and I keep often thinking about it. How can it go this bad? For where we were, like the, I mean, we were in Seville, and you just think how good that was. Mm. How the, the scenes were brilliant. Uh, everybody was loving Rangers, loving life. And it's just, uh, it's for a short space of time, you just wonder what's happened. And and I think if the board are going to make a decision, I'm not going to do it now. I think they'll wait till the last games played before the World Cup, and then they'd make it after going to make it. They're not going to do it now, but uh, it's just something needs to change, and so I just. There's too many things that need to be changed. It'll be small steps, I think. Well, I don't, I don't watch the press conferences either anymore. And I probably I probably should do this, to be fair. Uh, um, but I, I struggle. I really, really struggle to watch Joe's press conferences. Um, but we do have another caller. Caller ended 334. Welcome to the Rabble. Uh, hello, how are you doing? Not bad. How are you? Not too bad. I've actually uh, going to be, I wouldn't say controversial, right? But I'm going to actually defend you. Oh. I'm going to defend you. I like it. Our board employed him. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Our board must have done their homework and they must have realised how he played, his philosophy, his tactics and his style. Right? So if they're doing that, why aren't me giving him players to play that style? Yeah? Why aren't me giving him, maybe, let's just say we signed seven players in the summer. Why don't we say, Gio, you go and pick three or four? You know what I mean? Bring in your enforcers. Bring in players that you know can play your style, because why not? Mm-hmm. And this whole get rid of Gio and get somebody else in, this board's going to get rid of Gio bring somebody else in and then sign players for him. It's, it, you know what I mean? Oh, listen, I get it. I get it. But the, the only thing I would say back to you there is, surely in the contract negotiations when they were bringing Gio in, Gio would have been made well aware of the transfer policy at Rangers. And also on top of that, the players that um, have been brought in for Gio, whether they're Gio's players or not, we are not playing in a way that suits the players that we have. And surely, as, as a manager, you've got to then put your philosophy to one side and go, right, I don't have the players to play the way that I want to play. And the way that I want to play certainly doesn't suit Scottish football, as we've seen for the drop-ins that we've took off Celtic. So surely Gio's got to then look at the way he plays and try and change something. But the board signed Gio knowing how he plays. Why wouldn't the board sign someone that would be more suited to the players than Gio? You know what I mean? That's why Ross Wilson has to take it. They know how he plays. He's obviously won trophies as a manager before. At Feyenoord, for example, he won the league and um, other trophies and just domestic success in general. 
So we we've got the squad of players, right? We know how they play, we know how they act, we know body body blah. We should have signed a manager that was going to get these players playing the way we know they can play. Gio isn't that guy. So if you're going to bring Gio in, you've got to bring in players that can play for Gio. You know what I mean? But I, I, I can't get past that. I can't get past this board bringing this man in when they know how he plays, but then sign players that just aren't interested to the get-go. You know what I mean? It's just like, right, you've just shot yourself in the foot. You've got to sign players that can play for the manager that you employed. Even if Gio doesn't get to sign his own players, right? Let's just say he agreed on what, what happens in terms of transfer business. Surely Gio has confidence in the board to sign players that suits him. Surely. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Is that not like a total given? Mark, I'll let you come back in on that. Yeah, I can understand your point and, and to a certain extent I kind of agree with it um, but that's like me saying I've, I've, I, I understand they've scouted him and I've looked at him and I've brought him in because they, they knew his style, right? But yeah. they've brought him in thinking that he can impact his style on these players and make these players better. No, his style's his style. When he comes into a club, he's got to he's got to make the players that that he's that he's, he's inheriting play his style and play better than than what they are. So his 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 remit is to to improve players, win games, so forth, so on. But but he's not done it for me. See if see if um you looked at him, take it away from football and said right, this is your job. This is what we've brought you in to do. The bottom line is he's not done his job. He's not. He's not made. The, the players have uh, regressed under him. His his style, whatever his style is, nobody can tell what his style is. So if he's told them we're going to play X, Y, and Z, nobody can see he's playing X, Y, and Z. Nobody can see he's playing that style. So for me, yeah. his remit. Part of his remit was to come in and understand where you're coming from. I agree with you to a certain extent. But the bottom line is that he's been brought in to do a job and he's and he's, he's no doing his job. He's no brought in. He's, he's no done anything that he's been brought in at, 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 or employed to do. So for me, bottom line is if you're not doing your job, you shouldn't be there. Well, in fairness, but look, Matt, in fairness, he got us to a European final and we qualified for the Champions League, so he has done something. Yeah, he, he has done, done something, yeah, but, like, but what I'm saying I'm, is... I'm not like a... When you go, sorry. Sorry, but what I'm saying is that that's that's past achievements, and that's past achievements whilst he's trying to implement his styles. I get that. And, get and his... So, what's happening is that's why that's transition No. We're far enough along the line now that we should all know how he plays and we should be starting to see the fruits of his work with the players that he's got. We're not seeing that. It's getting worse instead of better. Now, I understand what you're saying. He got us to a final and stuff like that. But we had a good we had a good European run because we, over the, off the back of Gerard, played in a certain style. And we've been transitioning from Gerard's style to uh, Gio's style. So somewhere between that two styles and that transition, we have got worse. So mm -hmm. for me, 
for me, that's him not doing his job properly because we should be transitioning to his style and getting better because we are now playing his style. He's our new manager. He's our new philosophy. That's not what's happening. What's happening is we are getting worse. We're getting look at what look at what European style from when he started to our European style now that he's here and 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 he's he said what a year under his belt, best part of a year under his belt. So for me, that that's two different ways of playing football, and I can't see a style. I, I don't know if anybody else can see a style, but so for me, we've regressed. We've got worse from playing in Europe last year to what we're doing just now. So if you're if you're if you're working and you're based on figures and your figures are dropping, then you're not doing your job properly. So you shouldn't be here. If if we're going to think about it as a job and as he's been brought in to do a job and they knew what he was going to do when they brought him in. So for me, he's not doing his job right. He's got to go. Simple as that. We're regressing. We're getting worse. Right. I, I, I get it, I get it, but we'll let the caller come back in. Yeah. I, I do hear what you're saying, and I was just saying, like, I do defend you in terms of, I think he's getting all the burden when it's not just him. And that that's kind of what I mean by I'm defending him. Because yeah. in the summer, see when he came in, and in an ideal world, you know, it all makes sense in hindsight, but see if he brought in two or three of his enforcers that have actually won trophies under his style, they came into the squad, right, and said, look, lads, we, we've won under this style. We've won trophies and leagues under this style. Trust us, we, we can make it work, and we have evidence of that. But right now, he's in a squad full of people that just have no idea of his style, of his philosophy and stuff. I can't understand his philosophy. I see a lot of people saying they don't understand it. I, I've looked at them a lot. Obviously, I watch every game. We... We drop back, we keep the ball, and I think we want to drag teams up the park, especially this low block Scottish game, drag them up the park and then catch them on that transition. When they come forward, we go forward and try and find the gaps. I think that's his philosophy. And I see that, I do see it, that's why I came down defending him. But I, I just feel like the board have let him down. I think the board have brought him in. Right, Gio, come in, bloody, bloody, blah, we're going to give you two transfer windows. But let's be honest, he's not saying these players. Even in January, we bring in two players on loan. He never signed them. You know what I mean? No. At least bring in a couple of players that have actually won trophies under Gio. So at least he's not on his own. He's got players in there that can say to the squad, look, we've won trophies under this manager and we're going to show you how to do it. But right now, I feel like he's the only man there. And you see it in his interviews after games. He's not saying what he wants to say. I think he's trying to keep this, this sinking ship together with Superglue. And I, I kind of feel bad for him for some reason. I don't know what it is. I just do. Can I, blame can I, can I ask you? Can I, can I just ask you? See, you're just while you're talking about his philosophy, um, I, I get what you're saying. I still really don't really know what it is. But does the way that Geo plays and does the way that Geo want to play, does that work against Celtic? No, but if are we just, are we just going league, to continually get battered off of Celtic every time we play them? No, no, I know. I get that. I do get that. But at the same time. We've got a lot of players in there, like your Taverniers, that have been there for a long time, that have been battered with Celtic before, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, we've we done well against Celtic for a long time there, and it was great. But uh, let's just look at them then. Let's look at Celtic, and you look at, you know, we get told in these days, you come into a club and director of football, Ross Wilson, whatever his job title is, he'll bring in the players, blah, 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 blah. 
No, no, of course it's it. Ange came in, kind of when he did come in, everybody was making fun of him. Who's this guy? Blah, 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 blah. He came in, brung his own players, and like it or not, guys, I don't like Celtic, but I tell you what, I like how they play. I'll tell you that right now, I like how they play. They play good football because their board signed a manager and then signed players that yes. manager plays. You, you know what I mean? We've not done that with you. We brought in a manager that plays a certain way and just signed a bunch of bloody random players who boil the world. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Gio, make it work. Oh, it's not working. Get them out. Then what? Bring in somebody else and then they're just going to sign a bunch of random players to put his... You know what I mean? Come on. Which is, which is, what, which is why if Gio goes, Ross Wilson has to follow. That's... Sure, that's, that, that's, that is on the table, but then I think if that happens, this season's a write-off. If that's what we're, if, if we're going to write, write this season off and go for it next season, fair enough. But if you get rid of both of them this season, just be sell to the title right now. That's pretty much how that goes, isn't it? I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any way of winning 56 if they get rid of both of those guys. Um, Can we win the league? Can we win the league right now with Gio on this team? Are we good enough? Um, right this very moment in time, I think everybody would say no, but what I will say is, I didn't think we were going to get to the Europa League final last year, you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't think we were going to get there. So you never ever know what happens in football. VAR is very, very new. Um, I watched that Celtics, that Celtic Hearts game and VAR was just absolutely massive in that game. You never know. Imagine an old firm comes along the line and we get a VAR late decision for us and Christ, it's one point and you, you, you know what I mean? You never know what happens. I hear what you're saying. I'm just trying to find the tiny bit of positivity in all this negativity, if that makes sense. Yes. It's easy to blame you, but I really think it's deeper than that, guys. I think if we just sack him, bring somebody else in, sack Ross Wilson, bring somebody else in, is it going to get any better or is it going to get worse? In my opinion, I think it would get worse. I think we've got to give you till January. Give them till January, please. And if it really is, as bad as it is now, then fair enough. If it goes to six points, seven points behind, then I'll be on the bandwagon. But right now, I really blame the board and this summer's transfer window over Gio. I really do. I, I feel sorry for the guy. I think he's trying to be a professional in a really unprofessional situation. And that's just how I feel. Personally, that's how I feel. The only issue, the only issue you've got with this season when you say give them to January is there's only four games left until the World Cup. You know what I mean? So it's not a regular uh, okay, season. It's not a normal season. It's not a regular season. Really season. Um, <laughs> but look, no, I love, I love the positivity. I love people with different opinions because if we all had the same opinions, it would be extremely boring. Um, I never got, I your, I never got your name called. The caller. I, hate, I hate calling people caller. Uh, Robert. Robert, there you go. I'll, I'll keep that safe. Hey, Robert. Well, that... my name, uh, I'm in the comments sometimes. <laughs> uh, t- tell me, is your surname Robertson? No, Fawcett, F A W C. Because Robert Robertson is my favourite name. Um, no, well, Thank you very much for the call and make sure you phone in again. No problem, I will do, right? But right. I just got to look at a wee bit of positivity again. It's no Gio's fault. Again, it's no good, but there's other people to blame before him. That's, that's, my, that's my main point. Good, good man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Cheers, cheers. I love it when people have different opinions, and it's nice to get a bit of positivity. Or maybe not so much positivity, but just a different view. Um, Liam Dempsey, new channel member. Thank you so much, Liam. Appreciate it. And again, I hope you enjoy the, the extra content as well. Right, Graham, Aberdeen. I've spoke to Mark about it a wee bit. I'll speak to you. Um, should we be worried going into this game tomorrow in terms of the 
the recent performances against a team who always want to beat us? I'm a wee bit worried, I must admit, but I'm hoping because the players should know it's Aberdeen what they like when they play us. So I hope there's a wee bit of fighting right for the start, basically. But what I want to see and what I think we'll see is two different things. I'd love to see, like people were saying about Lowry, but just a team that kind of gets me excited and kind of looking forward to the game and the build up rather than just being negative, get into it because nobody likes that, basically. But I think. Because it's Aberdeen, I think it's a good game for us because as Aberdeen, the players should know, and hopefully this is the kickstart that we need. Because if there's no fight against Aberdeen, then we're a lot worse than what we're thinking now. And we, to be fair, Mark, I don't think we Aberdeen have picked up a wee bit under Goodwin. I think Goodwin's a decent manager. To be fair, not you know my favourite person of all time, but he's a decent manager. And after a horrible performance and result against Livingston at Ibrox. Probably couldn't have asked for a worse game, apart from maybe Aberdeen away. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's probably the the, the only saving grace is the Ibrox. But even at that, it doesn't look as if we have we have got a, a good a good performance against a half decent side. And it's um, I don't know. It's just going to be it's going to be a difficult game. I think they'll come with their tails up, and I think they'll they'll. They they might play into our hands by by thinking they can go ask. So I just as I said, I don't think there's ever really a good team to, uh, or a good time to get uh, Aberdeen. But I don't know what it is. I'm just I'm trying to find positives. I'm struggling, but no. I think I think it's going to be a hard game, and I, and I think I've got a very very funny feeling. We're, Probably going to drop points. I think uh, I think a draw is probably going to be what, what, what the best we're going to get. At it. Well, the, well, Mark. Let's be honest. Aberdeen are coming tomorrow with confidence that they can beat us. Yeah, yeah. They've been playing well. They've been scoring goals as well. So, um, but I don't know. As I said, it doesn't. There's just this team. Does it fill me full of confidence? And, and this is a problem. And I think that I've said it before as well. I think Geo's second guessing every decision he makes now but to get the fans up and get the fans on board majority of the fans listening to most of us guys on here and listening to a lot of the guys in the, in the comments a lot is are advocating for go with youth now if he goes with youth the fans are going to get up for it mm-hmm. so for me it's a, it's, a, it's a better hand that he's, that he's going to be holding rather than Rather than just going with these old tried and tested, your know, fields and, and everybody go when they see the team sheet. So at least if they go with youth, they're going to have the fans behind them, and these young boys play without fear. Don't, do you know? I, I don't do, know how you fix that. Do you know? I'll take this to you, Graham, right? Because I know that you you watch a lot of the youth games and stuff. I was a big advocate for you know get King in the team, get Lowry in the team, get McCann in the team. And Scott Kerr said, um, you know, they have a couple of poor performances and the fans will get in the back. And I says, no, no, they won't. No, they won't. It's young boys are coming through the academy, blah, blah, blah. The amount of stick that I seen Leon King take on Twitter was unbelievable, by the way. For a young boy to have been thrown in against one of the best teams in Europe, right? Napoli right now are one of the best teams in Europe. He's 18. 
He's barely played any games and he was getting absolute stick. So going against what Mark says, which isn't necessarily what I believe, but I'll put the point to you anyway. Is that if you're Gio and you're a manager and you know things aren't going well, is it a good idea to throw youth in? When we say, well, when I say I'd like to see how, uh, some young players play, I don't mean like a team for them. So I think you've got the experience to kind of even it out. But like you were saying, with King, the, the, I thought it was disgraceful. Some of the tweets I'd seen about him. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in like the kind of Ajax system and uh, developing young players. And you're not going to develop young players when our fans react like that. Actually, sometimes it makes me ashamed to be a Rangers fan the way some of our fans react to stuff like that. But, uh, so I'd like to see, like, if King's fit, I'd like to see him play Lowry and McCann. So I'm only asking for three. I'm not asking for like Lovelace to come straight in and Robbie Ure to come in and Divine and stuff like that. I'm only asking for three who we've seen can play well in the first team, have been performing well at B team level and in the UEFA Youth League as well. So that's all I'm asking for. And I think there needs to be a mentality change with our fans because, like, like I said there, I was actually ashamed of some of the tweets I was reading. There's been plenty of examples. Benfica have been playing a young boy at centre-half, Antonio Silva. They do it, no problem. The fans get behind it, love it, and they, they support them throughout. And then, like, obviously, that's, this is kind of bigger level and stuff like that and better quality players. But we show far too much respect to teams in the SPFL. If Leon King's in our academy, he should be ready. And I think he is ready. I've said it for about two years now to come in and play some games in the SPFL. I'm not saying play five, six, seven, eight, ten games in a row. Maybe one or two, then drop him out. The same way, I've, obviously, I'm a Man United fan, so I've seen the way Sir Alex Ferguson brought in the class of 92 and all our young players. There is a way of developing players, and Rangers don't do it, in my opinion. No we, no, we definitely don't do it correctly, but I think that's slightly changing now because I've had a few conversations with Craig Mulholland and um, David McCallum and stuff like that. David McCallum's a cracking coach. I called him a manager once and he just gave me a look and he said, I'm a coach. I was like, oh, fair enough, big man, sorry. Um, so tomorrow then, Mark, um, I would say, I would ask you the usuals, you know, what do we need to see performance-wise? Do we need a, a good result and a performance? Um, but does it matter tomorrow? Does it, it is, matter? But is it? But sorry, I'll rephrase that a wee. But for Geo, from the perception of Geo from the fans, does tomorrow does it matter how much we win? We beat Hearts four 0 in Edinburgh, and the first thing the fans come out with was that we were still poor. No, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think it matters. I think <clears throat> I think for me, and probably for a lot of the fans, the kind of ship sailed for them. I really do. Um, I don't. I don't think you're going to get that back. The, the, I mean, f- unless they come out and won four nothing, or even three nothing, and played really, really well, knocked a ball about, played some lovely stuff, and we could be proud of. Then that's different. That's but that's that is going to be the exception of the rule because that's not going to harm. Mm-hmm. Um, if they did do that, see if you can see progress. We can get behind Geo if we can see progress. The problem is that we're seeing the opposite of progress. We're seeing decline in performances. We're de- seeing decline in effort. We're seeing decline in players that we've thought were, were brilliant. Players that were on the track to being legends at the club. So, if, if, if they come out and they play really, really well, we score a few goals, then that's different, but 
we know it's not going to happen. We know that this is going to... And do you know what? That is going to be Aberdeen's game plan. Aberdeen's game plan is going to come and frustrate and kick the ball out and make it messy and, and, and try and rough us up. And do you know what I mean? So, so and do you know what I mean? That, that's their prerogative to come and do that. But that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And the hope that the crowd got on the backs of the players and Gio. So for me, it's it's a it's a hiding to nothing. I think no matter what he does, I think the the, the fans are no longer with him, and I think it's inevitable. Yeah, um, just a, a, an update. Um, Rangers under 18s defeated Dundee United's under 18s four one at Gussie Park in Dundee. Did um, you score? No, he did not score. No. Um, so I'll give him a wee phone later on. I think he's coming over tomorrow, so I'll speak to him tomorrow. <sighs> yeah, so predictions for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, in fact, before that, before that, because I do realise we've been on for an hour and a half now, so I, I will let you go to your bed at some point. Um, Cholak's got to come back in tomorrow, hasn't he? Um, I was going to have a conversation about Morelos, but we don't have the time. Um, but it, it, it's got to be the big man up front. I got to be from the eye. I'm Morelos' biggest fan, but I can't give you a reason why he should start ahead of Cholak tomorrow. The only worry, <laughs> I asked that question, Mark, and then I said the only worry, I still don't think, and the big man scored, is it six goals in 14 games or 13 games? I still don't think we play to anywhere near his strengths. I think you're 100% right. We don't. I think it's he, he's, he's, been, he's been carrying this team single-handedly. Let's face it. Um and we're still not playing to to how sh- we should be playing. Um, but he's got to start. For me, he's got to start. The the boy's in form. He's scoring goals. No matter what, he's got to start. Simple as that. And just finally on the, the team selection, Graham. Um, in goals, um, McGregor did not cover himself in, in, in glory. He's, he's not really all season. John McLaughlin had that horrendous performance against them. Is it time McCrory gets a wee chance? I think it's time, but I'm going to use, I think it was Ross that said that you couldn't make a first-choice keeper between the three of them. But I think we can't do anything worse than give Robbie's chance. If we're giving him a new contract, then the other, the other two don't deserve the first jersey, so I'd give him a chance, I if only we had... It's a bad day, by the way, when you're sitting here going, we would take hearts number two. Um, uh-huh. that's, that is a bad, bad day. Mark, prediction for tomorrow. Oh. Prediction for tomorrow. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Do you like to score? Graham? I'm going to go a nervy 1-0 one, win. I'd, I would accept a 1-0 win if we played outstanding. I don't really need the goals. It's, it's more about performance for me. I want to see a change that gives me a wee bit of excitement. So I'd take a 1-0 win if we played like that, but I think it'll be an every 1-0 win. And I'm going to go Cholak. 3-2 Rangers. And I'm going to go Arfield for the first goal because I think he'll play Arfield. And Arfield does always, I mean, he popped up with a goal against Liverpool, not that it done us any good in the end, but he does tend to pop up with some goals, but I'm going to go 3-2 because I just, defensively, I'm just no keen on us now. 
Um, Tav's not playing well, but he'll continue to play Tav because he's a captain. He'll not give Devine his chance. He'll bring Borna back in. Yelmaz won't play even though he should. Um, I don't know how fully fit King is, but I don't think King's playing at 100%. So you'll have King next to Davies. I just, I'm not confident in his team selections. I'm not confident in the way that we play, but I still think we'll win. So there you go. Graham, Mark, thank you very much. Thank you to everybody who called in. It's greatly appreciated. Um, I know I've got a habit of maybe keeping people on too long, um, but I just like people to have a bit of a say. Um, but I do, there is a lot of people who try and call in whilst other people are calling and I can't get them in, so I apologise. I'm trying to work on it. This is fairly new, still this phone in. Um, um, I'm not even finished yet and I'm, I'm getting phone calls. There you go. Yeah, so it's fairly new, so I'm hoping it improves. I'm looking at other software to try and make everything better. Try to make the show better as well. So I hope you all enjoy it. Please follow us on all the, the socials. Links are in the description. Make sure you give us a like and, and make sure you're subscribed as we head towards 7,000 uh, subscribers. And there is, of course, the option to become a member if you so wish and get access to extra shows on top of that as well. So we are back tomorrow um, at 2 p.m. for Build Up. Um, we will then have a wee half-time analysis and we'll be back for reaction as well. And then on Sunday, you've got Rabble Sundays, which is one of our member shows as well. And uh, yes, Jer's loyal. I am looking into a new intro. I promise. I promise I'm looking into a new intro. Um, bye, everyone from the South Wales Loyal. Uh, we need to go and do a show on wheels soon. Um, but yeah, so thank you everybody for tuning in and hopefully we'll see every single one of you watching back tomorrow at 2pm. Thank you. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.